What's up? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. If you are new to the show, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Glad to have you. New shows are posted every Wednesday. So every week, every Wednesday, just subscribe. Make it easy on yourself. You don't even have to think about it. It just pops up on your phone or your computer. And you can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Or email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. First off, though, got to give some shout-outs. A couple shout-outs. So shout-out to Kyle Beachy for joining me last week. Got to give it up. Yeah. It was a great chat about his life, you know, skating, his amazing new book, which is called The Most Fun Thing. And I'm actually in the process of reading it a second time. Yeah, it's that good. I'm not just looking for errors like we talked about. I'm actually, you know, looking for things maybe I didn't notice or just, you know, it's it always helps. So, And I highly, highly recommend it. So if you haven't picked up a copy, go to last, week ep- last week's episode. I included a link so you can buy it and purchase it and all that good stuff and then also shout out to grumpy j 1976 for sending me some info on that grosso deck i was talking about what was it two episodes ago yeah so i appreciate the info man i really do and for those following along at home it was regarding it was the 2017 grosso endgame slash last supper graphic i couldn't figure out what the heck you know or where to get any info on that so thanks again jay hell yeah man and stay grumpy, damn it. Stay grumpy. Don't ever give that up. Okay, so now is it me or did the last couple weeks, the past couple weeks, have more than average numbers of videos drop? Just me? Okay, I figure so. Yeah, I mean, I just, my new schedule is straight up like bananas. I'm just going to leave it at that. But I still try and get to as many videos as possible during the week. But it's not going to lie, it's a little bit of a backlog. It's not like I move on to the next and just forget about it. I actually take note of I want to watch that one. I want to watch that one. So you might hear me chime in about some videos that maybe happened a few weeks ago or whatever. You just just know that I'm finally getting caught up. You know, I'm patting myself on the back for me. Okay? Appreciate it. But here's the one that had me hitting the pause rewind button like a few times. Tom Shar's Airborne. And all I got to say, this, this video was damn entertaining, if you ask me. I mean, right from the get-go, he's doing something that I recently retired doing. A few episodes back, or maybe, well, it was about a year ago, I don't even know. I retired, if you're new, like I said, I retired from hopping fences. I'm done. I threw in the towel. I'm no longer doing it. I did one last one, and it was a beast to get over. I'll just leave it at that. So, Except he decided to add in some like barbed wire for good measure. Yeah, no, I didn't have to deal with any barbed wire. It felt like I did, you know, but I didn't. So... Tom is basically one-upping me. He's actually one-upping us, which is not cool, Tom. But pause it. It's about, pause it about seven seconds. Yeah, that, so, that soon into the video, yeah. Seven seconds. If he slips, things are getting ripped, clothes, body parts included. I'm talking straight up shresticles. Also, you see how wobbly that fence was? No. Nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll get take my chances and cut the fence and get busted for doing that or cutting, you know, getting a bolt cutter. Yeah, no. But I had my first pause or wine moment 22 seconds in. That board tagged his head, right? It looked like it to me. I was like, oh, damn. But but it was like an almost a comb your hair air, you know? You remember that? For animal chin? Like, if he would have just grabbed it and had at least one foot on there, I would have, you know, given him a make. Like, no need to blow the whistle for that one. Almost a comb your hair air. 
But it was so hilarious to watch the first angle, though, because it took me a, a couple rewinds to, to notice that his hat magically disappears. And it's almost like the tree kind of snatched it from his head. But then they showed the alternate angle, you know, to kind of ruin the magic, the, the show. It's like, no, nah, it just fell off. It's all there for us to see. He dropped in with the hat, fell down without one. The tree, I believe, you know, stuck its branch out on purpose, but, you know, it didn't happen. Then by the third angle, though, and I do assume maybe this is the third attempt, he got the make. Hat still covering his hair. So, yeah, great job. That hat stayed on. And that was a great shot at 38 seconds. I paused it there. I was like, yeah, that's hardcore. Well worth the, like, jump over the fence and almost shredding your body, you know. And I like to think that my Smith dolls look like that on curbs. Like that's now when I go to do those on curbs, I'm going to pretend like that's what I, they look like in my head. You can join, you can do that too, if you want. And by the fourth angle, I was ready to carry on living my life. I'm like, Oh, okay. But I was just on the fourth angle. I was just staring at the tree. <laughs> it, was, it was right there. There's a tree right in the middle. Like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, wait, it looks like there's some action going on behind it. But I did love his response to the security guards is what he's like. Sorry, you know, see, sorry is a much better response than do you know who the hell I am? I'm Tom freaking Char. Google me, damn it. Right now. Pull out your phone. I get a pass here. Yeah, hop the fence. What are you going to do about it? But no, he just said sorry. You know, that's all you can do. Sorry. Audible gasp alert. About three minutes, nine seconds in. I immediately went into my. Sody, 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 Sody. Champ. Yeah, that's definitely a contender for Stalefish of the Year. That thing was tweaked to the bone. Like, tweaked. And they also had a second angle for this one, too. Three minutes, 11 seconds in. Was just as good. I'd love to know what he's thinking during those Stalefishes. Like, is he just thinking, like, I am just, I'm the boss? Or is he just thinking, like, ugh, making, like, ugh, like, ugh, making noises? But he continues to have the best stale fish in the biz. Going to leave it at that. That one tweaked out. Makes it say, ugh. It sounds kind of bad. But you, you kind of get what I'm saying, right? All right. Yeah, I love that huge gap to disaster. Three minutes, 25 seconds. He had to fly so high and twist and to, like, he, he didn't just go straight on. He was twisting to slap a disaster on the way down. So, and once again, it had a second angle. Added... Some nice perspective, you know, because it was a little bit lower, but it was so huge. I had to point that out. Like, that that took me a few tries to watch. I'm like, damn, that was insane. And then he had another Sodi contender trick. Four minutes, seven seconds. But I paused it at 4.12. The trick was in, like, I think it was in the latest issue of Thrasher, right? And that was one of the ones I made a mental note. I'm like, oh, damn, I can't wait to see the actual video for this, the clip of this. But the angle at four minutes and 12 seconds looks the best to me. Like, I would have had... Like, have that in the magazine. But that was so gnarly. So huge. And how in the hell did you do that, Tom? Answer me. And now, as much as I loved the first four minutes, and four minutes and 59 seconds of this video, it started to get ridiculous at about the five-minute mark. And, and what, by ridiculous, I mean things got mega and fast. And Tom busted out like a handful of tricks on the mega ramps ramp, I should say that most of us have a dif difficult time pulling off on like mega micro mini ramps. 
And I had to pause it mid-flight, 531. What is that, like 10 or 12 feet? He was basically telling Bucky and Bob, hold my beer. Yeah, he's legal, right? Yeah, Tom Shar's 21, yeah. Hold my beer. I don't know if he drinks, but I'm just saying. I didn't need a second angle on that one, though. Got it all the first time. I took it in. I was like, whoo, that was huge. Plus, the second angle just didn't didn't look good to me. You know, the colors kind of seem all blend together. I saw some motion, some movement. I don't know. It just wasn't needed at all. And how about that alley-oop? All right, let me make sure I have my notes right. Alley-oop front blunt. Six minutes, 27 seconds. He slid for at least, what, a full width's worth of skate light, right? So we're talking like three to four feet. That was the width of the, the sheet. And once again, the first angle worked just fine for me. No need for the second one. That was great. So good. Alley-oop front blunt on a mega ramp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't have to name the trick at 7 minutes, 10 seconds, like, say, during a live broadcast. What the hell do you call that one? I mean, cabbage can help with that. Okay, here, here's what I wrote down. Switch flip body jar. And I put a question mark. And one could argue that it also looks very close to a switch flip Madonna body jar. Is that even, am I, is my brain just synapsing right right now? My brain just hurts saying that. So I don't know. Or is it not a Madonna because like his leg was kind of bent and not fully like straight and extended? But then again, if you pause it at 7 minutes, 11 seconds, it looks like a Madonna. Like if you just saw a still image of that in a magazine or something or on you know, Instagram, it looks like a Madonna. So either way, the image at 7 minutes, 11 seconds is insane. Either way, we got that. But why you have to do us like that, Mr. Shar? You got me now. I don't even know what, what to call some of these tricks. And then he proceeds to break my brain the very next trick. It was already on the you know, cusp of being broken, and he broke my brain. Not five minutes later, the very next trick. <sighs> Take a deep breath. So hear me out. Follow along at home. If, you haven't, if you've seen the video, you'll know what I'm talking about. If not, go to 7 minutes, 17 seconds. You can play along. Ready? Okay. Here's how I would call it, if I, say, if I were sitting next to, if I was sitting next to Paul Zitzer. Okay? Pretend I'm at a contest. And, yeah, I know. Stop laughing. And I'm calling the shots. I'm like, okay. I would call it a fakey, impossible tail grab. Okay? But then again, I'm torn. Only because if you do pause it 7 minutes to 18 seconds, you notice that the front wheels are indeed higher than the rear ones upon takeoff. Okay? So that would then make it a switch front impossible nose grab. I'm like, if you can see my face right now, you see what I mean? Because it's like off of vert, it's not an easy answer, right? In order for it to be a fakie trick, I this is just my my thoughts. I, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I think his rear wheels would have to be higher than the front upon takeoff. But that's not the case here. It, 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 he does a switch ollie, then busts, busts an impossible fake ear switch, whichever way you want to call it, then grabs the nose or tail. Yeah, there we go. I think I just explained it just horribly right there. But I'm stumped. But I'm leaning towards fakey, impossible tail grab just because it's easier for me to say and for my brain to accept. That's it. That's it. 
But I just also noticed too in my notes here, how the way I'm calling it fakie is that because notice, look how his body is positioned the whole time. It just it just screams fakie, you know. It doesn't scream switch. Um, so I'm leaning more towards fakie. I don't know. How do you see it? How are you calling it? I'm curious to hear your thoughts though. So damn tricky. And then that ender, I was just like, damn Tom. And once again, first angle was only needed. Yeah, just to need it. You know, that was insane in the membrane. No grabs needed. No grabs needed, Bob, Bucky, Danny Way. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That was awesome. So none needed. So great job to Chris Gregson. And congrats on getting engaged. Oh, look at that. I didn't even think I was even talking about your engagement tonight today or whenever you're tuning in dude chris gregson is engaged that's pretty cool well deserved well deserved so chris farley voice would she say that was awesome chris well done pardon my water break you know me Got to get my hydration going on. Next up, did anyone tuning in right now check out Felipe Nunez's latest edit? No? Go watch it right now and come back. Trust me. Oh, grab a tissue too, okay? It was titled Limitless, and I have to say I agree. Yeah. There is nothing that this guy can't do. Nothing. Limitless kicked major ass, and here's why. The opening images really helped kind of set the tone, and I knew right away I was in for an amazing and equally inspired, you know, inspiring clip. I knew it. I felt it. And what's crazy about the way Felipe skates, or or I should say the tricks that he does, sometimes, at least for me, you almost forget that he doesn't have legs because you're getting so just wrapped up in, like, the gnarly hammers. Like, dude, what? He's that good and goes that big. That I often just kind of get into the zone, into the zone watching his clips. Right from the start, his very first trick, I was pausing and rewinding. The still image at about 51 seconds in was when I paused it. Shows how he didn't just ride into that back tail. He basically gapped to it. Big difference. And I can't remember the name of that spot, but we've seen tricks there before. If you've seen the video, you know what I'm talking about. That was so good. But I immediately started smiling when he was getting a little boost at a minute 28 seconds in. I mean, of course, that is how it has to be done for him, right? That makes complete sense. Much like when we, were, we did it when we were kids, when we were all learning how to skate. We all did that. No bungee cords needed. You know? Except we weren't, like, backflipping famous spots in L.A. like he did. And I love that camera angle as he approached us, too. He was coming right at us. He was coming for us. Damn good. Damn good. I started laughing after that kickflip manual at a minute 51. Yeah. We all know how difficult manuals are. I hate them, but I can't stop trying them, you know? But he made it look so easy. Just a balance like that. Try doing that in your, right now, grab a board, sit in your, I don't know, in your living room, and just try to balance a manual on your butt. And I wonder how long it took him to figure out manuals too, you know, and just, I was just thinking like, just the weight transfer alone is, is so tough. Like I just, and they had a kickflip on it, you know, come on. That was amazing. 
I love the magic of editing for his fakie flip down the double set. At first, I thought it wasn't the same trick or the same spot because he's seen hauling ass going from right to left, right? And then, you know, and pushing to get speed and just, oh, yeah, oh, damn, what's it going to do? But then he, the trick, the other angle, he comes from left to right. So I was like, wait, what? Did they try and pull one over on us? But he's wearing the same gear and, you know, it's the same spot. It's just, but we never got him to see him like set up for fakie. And it got me thinking, like, have I ever seen him set up for a fakie trick or has he just done them? Or how many fakie tricks has he done? See, I'm just, I started thinking, like, oh, no, I know he's done them before. But does he just push and just kind of jump and maybe turn around and set up for it? Like I said, I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, but I never really thought about it until this video because of that edit. The edit got my brain thinking. But it was a nice edit. But I'd love to see, like, his full set up for that trick. Push, push, haul, haul and ass, haul and ass, setting up, turn, boom. You know, without an edit. Just saying. But nevertheless, I mean, that fakie flip down the double set was huge. Legs or no legs. Try that. Hell no. I'm not going to do it. It's no easy task. That was insane, Felipe. And I just about lost my mind when I saw Tony Hawk drop in about three minutes in. I was like, no, wait, what? Oh, is this, wait, is this going to happen? My brain went there and it was correct. I was like, is Felipe going to skate vert? Well, yeah, hell yeah, he is, damn it. They did three tricks together for, you know, their doubles run. I guess they were trying out maybe X Games or, you know, Olympics uh, trials, you know, three years from now. But that was amazing. Freaking awesome. Oh, and that bro hug? Yeah, it got me a little emotional and stuff, you know. But I was I was just trying to blame my allergies on it. That's That's what I'm going to run with, yeah. But that was a good, nice bro hug. That was, that was so sweet. Such a, such a great moment. And how about what he did at 3 minutes 35 seconds? Eh, I'm scratching my chin here. I mean, is he just rubbing it in my nose at this point? Does he know? He made hopping that fence look so damn easy that he made me feel guilty. So guilty that I just might have to come out of retirement for it. I was just talking about with Tom Shar's part, how I'm never going to do it. But with Felipe's part, I'm like, if he can do it, right? I'll be like 55 trying to hop fences. Not cool, Felipe. Not cool. However, I don't think I stand a chance at getting over that fence he climbed up. That thing was a beast. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I will pull a Jordan and make a comeback, you know? Put on number 45. You'll be the first to know. I I, I need to work on my triceps, though, because, yeah. My, my memory serves me right that those are just kind of shaking. Ugh. So we will see. And speaking of muscles, how awesome was that close-up of his hand and arm at 3 minutes 57 seconds in? He proceeded to use that hand and bust out a 5-0 at the Hollywood 16. Yeah, he's, you know, like no big deal. Just the impact alone tells you how fast he was going, right? And... Not a lot of shock absorption going on, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not, it doesn't have the knees and calves and quads and hamstrings kind of, that looked like it hurt. And I wonder too, what it feels like to grind down something that big, going that fast and going, like doing it straight on, like from that perspective, it must be such a trip to be sliding down that way. You know, I was just like, damn, that's right. He's coming straight on it. Like 
down. His, it's just, yeah, totally different perspective, I'm sure. Then, of course, they, they bookend the video, you know, complimenting the opening image with him, like, looking back at the spot that it all started off with, which is very cool. So it was edited by Dan Stoling, and all I have to say is he did a fantastic job. Just next time, please don't make me get all emotional, okay? Yeah, I appreciate it. Actually, I blame both you guys. So great job. Great video. Check it out if you haven't. But seriously, as soon as I saw his name, I was like, click. Yes, I don't care. I'm exhausted and about to fall asleep in bed. I'm watching it. And finally, I guess I will end this episode on Tony Hawk. Speaking of the man himself. And no, it's not the awesome vert contest he held last week. I mean, I wish I could end it on that one. Nope. I need to talk about his blood. Yeah, that's right. His blood, which happens to be infused into the paint or wood of 100 limited edition skateboards. Boards that went for 500 bucks a pop and sold out pretty much instantly. If you haven't heard yet, I'll fill you in a little bit of the backstory. But if you have, you know what I'm talking about. But that's right. They sold out at that price. A hundred of you have Tony Hawk's blood in your possession. And all I got to say is, how does that feel? Like, do you tell people about it? Do you display the board? Are you going to skate it? Because then you'll kind of, if you do like some nose slides and tell it, you're going to be leaving Tony's blood all over the world. So... But I I still don't know how I feel about it. I do know that I pretty much felt that I needed to talk about it as I had so many of my friends that don't even skate reach out to me saying, hey, Rick, have you heard about this? Or are you going to talk about it? Even my mom sent me a text. Here, here's what she said. Quote, kind of over the top when he's already rich. Kind of makes me lose respect for him. I was like, whoa, 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 mom, 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 mom. Are you, sit- are you sitting down? But those are my mom's words, not mine. But I did have to remind her, I mean, most of this money is for charity, you know. So I had to kind of talk her off the, the edge, the ledge a little bit. And I think it's safe to say that Tony doesn't really need to have his blood drawn for $50,000, right? Can we all agree, you know? But I did tweet this the other day that I, I still don't know how I feel about it. I still don't. I mean, of all the things he's done in just these past, what, I don't know, even two years, three years, decade. Think of all the brands he's he's represented, all the sponsors. You know, I, I've talked about it before on other episodes. It, it it doesn't shock me. But then again, keep in mind this is coming from a skater that always had a has had a skull on his board. You know, we kind of forget about that. But I guess he recently teamed up with Liquid Death, which is I think just water, right? I'm not sure. I mean, it's not an energy drink, right? I'll have to look into them more. That's on me to know a little bit more about this brand. And then somewhere along the line, he, he agreed to have his blood painted onto a board or infused into a board in the wood, in the paint. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that pitch meeting, though. You know, everyone's sitting around, talking, tossing back ideas, you know, back and forth. One guy or gal was probably like, well, we are liquid death, so it has to be something hard core okay let's keep that in mind guys what do you got what if we had tony fly like a hawk without a parachute kind of jump out of a plane and you're just flying and we got like a point of view cam no no too risky okay what if we threw a bottle of liquid death at him while he's doing a trick over his gap on his vert ramp 
just kind of try and tag him. Maybe he'll hit to flat, kind of like Sky Brown did. No? Lame? Okay. Oh, I know. I know. Blood. We need Tony's blood. Someone responds. Okay, then what? We could put it in select cans and add more flavor. No, 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 no. Too extreme. No. No, although some people would probably buy it and not drink it and save it on the shelf for hundreds of years. Meanwhile, you know, Tony's texting his PR team, wondering if it's kind of like a bad idea, probably looking for his escape. And then an intern who has since gotten promoted says, what about Tony Hawk's blood on a board? And that just, everyone just erupts in applause, like, just, just standing ovation, like, oh, what? Who is this kid? Get this guy a raise. Genius. Tony Hawk's blood on slash in a board. Genius. You know, Tony's kind of deleting the, the text he was sending. He's like, I'm in. I can totally picture that. Those are probably the words he said. I'm in. I'm down. I'm cool. And hence, Bloodborne is born. Blood board is born. So there you have it, in case you hadn't heard. So these boards are said to be infused with Hawk's blood, and each will include a vial of Hawk's DNA, basically, right? It's mixed in with the paint. And during a press conference, Tony said, I am deeply grateful to have a connection with my fans, and I appreciate how Liquid Death connects with theirs, because I literally put my blood into these decks. This collaboration is taking those connections to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So with all that being said, I still don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. It just seems weird. It just seems weird. But then again, he's the only dude that could pull it off, right? Only dude. Who else could pull this off? Mark Suchu? Lucas Puig? Oh, actually, wait a minute. Hold on. Those two would be great ones. People would be scrambling for their blood. Can you imagine those being like tossed into a crowd, a board toss? I think we might be on to something here, guys. Notice how I'm using we now? We might be on to something, Liquid Death. Mark Such's blood. Lucas Puig's blood. I think so. But either way, I just hope that he doesn't end up like teaming up with a toilet paper company down the road. I mean, can you imagine that? Imagine seeing like a white layer within the seven ply decks. <laughs> Much like when Powell is experimenting with, um, what was it, carbonite? Is that what they called it? Yeah, carbonite, carbon, carbon light, carbonite decks. We so had the black carbon crap. <laughs> Those boards would snap so easily. Can you imagine that? Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm we have something going on here, guys. Toilet paper companies and Tony Hawk. Toilet paper infused into a seven-ply. You see the white right there. You know it's legit. You have the certificate to certify it all. White ply right there. I don't know. Did you guys buy one of these boards? If so, get in touch with me, please. Let me know. Just fill me in on what, just t try and convince me otherwise, or tell me what's going on or what you did, or I know at least one of you got it. I'm hoping. There were 100 out there. Did you get one? Please. I'd love to chat with you. You know where to find me. I'd love to hear more about it.
So that's all I've got for this week. But I wanted to leave you with a special treat. That's right. My blood. Uh, no, I'm not my blood. Skating is hard's very own Adam, a.k.a. Jacamundo, a.k.a. J. Mundo, has released a new track called Ite. And I'm so thankful he gave me the thumbs up to play it for you for this week. If you haven't heard yet, you don't follow the dude, follow the dude. But it's a great track from a solid dude. All i got to say is, see if you can catch all these bars. Yeah, here it is. Check it. Hey. hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Check, this for my men Clapping for my tricks before I land Fan, doing what they couldn't do to even understand All these hungry niggas who ain't needing what I hand Ain't nobody moving so I'm flipping on the phantom power You looking so sour, you looking in my face You trying to get to hours, a random coward You looking so dour, you so red in the face We blooming like flower Yeah we running, my niggas we coming The kids on the summit Vomit, try to stop it when I, I keep it pushing and I twist it like Bobby Cause I, I pop my thing, they try to gun, they try to top it But I don't think they know when that J. Mundo is a fucking Jedi Like the things that I say, man, hey man, no one like Rain, man Listen to the J fan, put on the spray tan, go outside So many was frontin', but you know they can't hide Yeah, we runnin' on my next yeah. we comin' for the kids on the summit You know we up to something, I mean Controlling, cop controlling, thieving all your reasons. Now you see me leaving, I'm not swallowing. You weigh out your death, clinging on what is left. Most niggas with the figures lose the triggers, causing death. I leave the doors closed because we packed tonight. Decision I was given to make shit feel alright. I'm hot to the touch and hot to the fuck. Jiggity J Mundo, I hit you with my ace trucks. I'm bombing just like hydrogen, I'm wax on the paper. Take your biggest hit, man, you'll get trapped in the vapors. Grasping for action. A match with your maker. J-Moon don't be smoking mics from here to Jamaica. Yeah, we running, my niggas. We coming for the kids on the summit. You know we up to something. I be throwing hundreds with the bands. We want it. Your treasure was spotted. I'm cooling, man. You know I got it. Cause we fucking unstoppable. Oh my god, J-Moon, we drain the bull. I be, I be.